Hey Hubsters, I am Jesse Brockle, joined by the amazing Ashley Geist, and this is the Hub Chatroom, a space created to explore the brain, belly, and body with connection in mind. These labels that we use in mental health field are not inclusive. You're either healthy or disordered. What the heck happens to the rest of us who fall inside of the stigma sandwich? We get lost, and I say, no more. Welcome to a space dedicated to learning and growth, a soft place to land, and a sturdy place to climb. This is a movement that I feel can change the way we approach wellness. And although we work hard to bring inspirational, educational, and impactful info to you, it does not in any way take the place of counseling or dictate a clinician-client relationship. This podcast is for enjoyment, and we encourage you to consult a professional if needing specific services. Let's freaking chat. So welcome back, listeners, to the Hubster Chat Room. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Ashley, and Jesse is Hi. here as well. And we are going to talk about authentic self-confidence, what it is, what it's not, why we need some, why it is a good thing. So I think confidence can be a super confusing topic because sometimes it is aligned with arrogance, mm-hmm. um, which we don't like, which we shy away from for good reasons. Uh, But the trouble there is the two are not the same. They do get confused. And then sometimes we don't end up with any confidence. And so let's dig in. Let's start with what is confidence to you? Gosh, this this is a hard subject. It really is. Because I think confidence feels and looks different Mm -hmm. for people. I think we can have it in different areas. Oh, for sure. Too. For sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. For me, I guess confidence is believing that I have what I need to tackle the things that come at me. And so it isn't mm. just one specific thing. It's knowing that I have the resources, the intelligence, the people in my life yeah. that I need to be able to do the things that are important to me. I love everything about what you just said. (laughs) I do. I'm just like mm, savoring that and taking it in. And what I love about that is you can take that anywhere. Anywhere, any situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm also thinking too, do you feel confident asking for help? I have gotten better. Okay. Yes, me too. I have gotten better. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Because as I get older, I come to understand that it is essential Mm -hmm. to have people that know different things or have experienced different things. And that's the, that's the, the, the beauty of all of us being unique is then sharing those experiences and that, that, that understanding and and stuff with others. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I have learned to seek out people mm-hmm. um, when I'm going through something really specific right. or difficult, um, knowing that they might have some some history with it. I love that. And the reason I asked that is because when you said confidence, that idea of you've got everything, the resources, the intelligence, the people, I think that all ties together. You've got all these amazing things. And if we ever find ourselves short in an area, well, guess what? There's someone out there mm-hmm. that re- we can feel okay about asking <clears throat> too. I think it really cuts down on this feeling that we have to know everything or be everything. Right. Because there's oh, it's impossible. So true. It that is absolutely impossible. Yep. But but we still try. We do. And which you know is what? crazy. That comes up for me. Does it? It still does. Mm-hmm. I wish 
I sometimes think it's gone. I'm like, oh, good. It's gone, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it will creep back in. Yeah. And so I think that's a journey with confidence too, is is coming back to acknowledging and using that Mm -hmm. self-awareness of, oh, this has crept back in again. Mm -hmm. Um, What do I need to do? I think you said that so well, what confidence is. When I think of confidence, I think of like um, something that can grow. Mm-hmm. I think I hear a lot of people, I don't have any confidence. Okay, well, how about I'd like to have more or I don't have any yet or I'm growing my right. confidence. Just a simple language shift is really powerful mm-hmm. there. I'm building my confidence. It's something that can be built, grown, cultivated. It's not like it's bestowed on some and not on others. Right. You, um, you aren't born with it. Right. Um, it's definitely something that you have to um, nurture, mm-hmm. I, I think. And it isn't just like a one, a, a, a one directional kind of a thing. Like once you have it, you will always will. Oh, so true. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I can have confidence in one area and then yes. something will change. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is my body. I, I'll be confident about how I look and accept my body, love my body. And then yep. something will change. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Like I have a baby yes. or, you know, or yep. some, something happens and mm-hmm. my body looks different. And then yep. I have to work on building back that confidence mm-hmm. and that acceptance. Um, so I think it's like a moving target. Yeah. Fluid maybe. Yes, like very literally fluid. moving around. Yes. When you said that, something that came to mind for me was changing careers. Oh, yes. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That is that is really tough. And I remember, I want to say it was like maybe the first or second year into grad school. And I left teaching dance at night to go to school at night because the two were happening at once and I, I couldn't mm-hmm. do both, which is a really, it was a really hard choice. That it was a, a super tough thing. And so did a shift there, completed that first year of school. And then that summer, I had the opportunity to teach again and to do that. And it felt so good. It always, you know, I always look forward to that. But that summer especially, it was just um, something different. And I realized I am doing something I feel very confident in, spending the last year doing brand new things that maybe some confidence but a lot of being a student and a beginner. Mm-hmm. And so I think that happens too, that we will have a chunk of our life that we're like, yep, great. And then when we do or try or become something new, oh, it's, it's a little bit of time mm-hmm. and some cultivation there. And those experiences that kind of force us into a learning or mm-hmm. like a beginner um, feel, yep. I, I think those are essential. Yeah, they're good for us. Because one of the things that you mm-hmm. had talked about is, okay, what what is not confidence? And it's that ego, that narcissism, that, mm-hmm. um, that feeling that you know everything and that you are the best you can be, that that is not possible. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think when we have things that pull us back to those beginner stages, it really keeps us in check Yeah, of, so gosh, true. I am, I'm really mm-hmm. good or strong or confident in this area, mm-hmm. but then all looking at that balance in other areas yeah. and how, how do I be confident on a more, eh, lost the word. That's okay. Maybe it'll circle back. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> One word that's coming up for me is compassion. Yes. Yep. Um, is like, I think doing those beginner experiences reminds us Mm -hmm. and makes us a more compassionate person. And I'm a big fan. When I think of confidence, I think of confidence and compassion going hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I don't know if everyone always does, Um, but I I feel like when we're truly confident, we can, and that good confidence, not the counterfeit version that we're sometimes sold, Um, but the really good authentic confidence, we can like come from a place of compassion and be super kind in that. And when I think of that, I think 
that confidence is just like, hey, we're showing up and we have just as much right to be here as anyone else. We have just as much right to try this. Um, why not us? You know, why can't we take a seat at the table or why can't we try this or learn this or, or do our thing? Absolutely. And everyone has self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Everyone has those nuggets of thinking that come in and say, you're not going to be any good at this. Why do you think that you can do this? Yeah. Uh, people are going to laugh at you. You're going to fail. You're going to, all of us have those little nuggets that, that sneak in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, I think that's part of the equation, um, that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, because those yep. are those, those things that kind of allow us to stay grounded mm-hmm. in being motivated and determined and continuing to seek being better and doing better. Yeah. Um, so it kind of balances it out. It's kind of an interesting thing. And when I think of that, I think too, how do we know when those things have gone too far? Because mm. I see that happening too, especially in people who struggle with confidence, Absolutely. who maybe say, you know what, confidence is hard for me. When it's like those self-doubts that we all have run a little more rampant. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, I think that uh, I, I was thinking of a a little girl that I was talking to the other mm. day. We were, we were learning something together and um, she was very hesitant and it was just her and I and... It was something that I thought was very simple, a simple ask, but Mm -hmm. she was very nervous. She kept saying, Mm -hmm. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. I'm not sure I want to do this. And, you know, we had really created space to talk about it. And um, you can be really fearful trying something new and trying to step through that fear can be, can be really um, anxiety producing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was able to do it after Yay. a while. She was able to kind of conquer that. And yeah. when she had done it and I said, are you still feeling nervous? Yes, I'm still feel- feeling nervous, Miss Jessie. Well, that's okay. Yes. Because confidence isn't knowing or feeling like you're the best. Oh, so true. It, yeah. It's knowing yep. that you can try your best mm-hmm. and that's going to be enough. That's going to be that. okay. Yep. And even if you don't succeed, right. if she would have been like, whoa, pump the brakes, Turbo. <laughs> I can't do this. We would have said, that is absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back at this in a different way at a different time. Yeah. That is absolutely okay. Yep. Um, and so I think people get confused sometimes. In right. That confidence is based on your ability to do mm. or to complete. And, and that's, I don't think that's true. Yeah. And so what I hear you saying is confidence lies in your ability to try yes. and to make progress yes. and to try again yes. and to keep moving forward, mm-hmm. which that feels like good, doesn't that feels it? Good. It's empowering. That feels yes. really good. <laughs> yes. I love that. So I have on our outline here what confidence isn't. It's not arrogance, pride, comparison, pulling other people down, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that, not like based judgment. Yeah, yeah. Not judgment. Yeah. I'd say too, not based solely in accomplishment, not mm. all the time. Well, and have you ever, uh, that's a fleeting, that can be a dangerous little fleeting victory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when I meet somebody who is communicating with that judgment, mm. That doesn't even feel like confidence to me. It feels right. like insecurity to me yeah. that they have to push that and project that on me. Mm-hmm. And so I think... So true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that most people that are like, oh, I got to pretend I'm really confident and and really take this this 
you know, this stand of, I know what I'm doing. I, I think if we were to strip it down, those are the people that probably feel most fearful. Yeah. About. Least secure. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So true. So healthy, authentic self-confidence is based in self-worth. I love that word mm-hmm. that we are worthy. We, again, that idea, we can try. We are worthy of trying. We are worthy of effort and belonging. Self-compassion as well. Being, when I hear you, your story about, you know, working with the little girl, trying to do something, I know you. And so I have that, that <laughs> advantage, but I just know how life affirming, how kind, um, how gentle, how you create space for people. And I imagine you with that little child, just, oh my gosh, all the love and all the encouragement. And I always like to invite people to, to think, what if we were working with a little child? Mm-hmm. Or what if we had a nine-year-old in the room or 11, whatever, right? Um, even a chunk younger than we are. How kind are we? Mm-hmm. How compassionate? Do we say, oh, terrible. Never try again. Right. No. <laughs> or like, <laughs> you loser. Try again. Yeah. Or the idea, and I've heard this thrown out by other people, how encouraging are we when a little child is learning to walk? Ooh, Smiles, yes. wiggly fingers, you know, we're just, we're doing all the things mm-hmm. to build someone up. And so, gosh, we can just give ourselves like a little bit of that when we're trying to do something that can be really huge. Absolutely. To take it a step further, sometimes I even encourage people to speak to themselves as if they were a child. Mm, I like that. You know, so thinking about what, you know, what would you say to your six-year-old self? Mm -hmm. What would you say or what would you want to hear? What would you need to hear? We can be really hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. um, when we don't do things the way it's expected from others. Right. And that can be, that can be a big trap. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that idea of stripping it down because we do, we, we are very, um, nurturing and open and innocent when we do help children to achieve or encourage mm-hmm. them to do something. And that is the way we should be speaking to ourselves. Right. And so how do we develop confidence? What do you think? How do we help kids develop it? How do we develop it in ourselves? And a couple of things that we had as we were prepping here, um, I wrote down the idea of the fear of overconfidence. That's one I've heard and seen to say, well, I don't want to be overconfident or I don't want this person in my life. I don't want this young person to learn to be overconfident. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Gosh, I, I don't, I don't know if we can be too excited about mm. kids trying things or doing well. I've heard that too. Like, I don't want my kid to get a big head. I don't want them to think yeah. that they're better than everybody else. Dude, life throws so many things at us that don't worry, they'll they'll get knocked down a few times. Like we don't have to be the monitor of those things. That's so interesting. And when I hear that, I don't want to think them, you know, I don't want them to think that they're better than everyone else. To me, I hear comparison there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think that does get mistaken with confidence a lot. Yeah. To me, confidence is not I'm better than you. That is ego and that is um, judgment and that is comparison where confidence is not anybody else but saying no I, I can do this I can try mm-hmm. that's so interesting any ideas for helping kiddos and teens and young people develop confidence while they are developing mm-hmm. I, I think the family and the support system are key they have to be around people that allow them the space to try mm-hmm. and to fail without being shamed 
um, or criticized. Yeah. And, and I think that's sometimes what makes it really difficult is when we do fail and we're told mm-hmm. that we, we can't get it and that it's not good enough, that, that we lose that that want and that, that push mm-hmm. to keep trying, which oh. then allows us to build that confidence. Mm-hmm. So I think parents, caregivers, teachers, anyone who has a anyone, voice and time any, and space yeah. yeah, with someone younger. Yep. yep. If there's a kid trying something, there's always a way that we can encourage and give them positive feedback. Yeah. Always, yep. always, always, even if it's a disaster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, of saying, gosh, I really loved the way that, you know, you, you, got in there and you worked hard and that that effort was there Um, didn't matter if you won or lost Mm -hmm. um so it's sending those messages that no matter what happens as long as they show up as good people Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter the resulting action is is not the most important thing Mm -hmm. it's how you show up and i think that's what fosters that confidence that safe safe environment to be able to try yep and that feedback of when you're trying mm-hmm. and the ability to not succeed and have it be okay. I love what you just said, be able to not succeed and let that be okay. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's countercultural. Absolutely. In the United States. Absolutely. Yep. Countercultural. Mm-hmm. And so important <laughs> because yes. just because something is the norm mm-hmm. does not mean it is healthy or doing us a whole lot of favors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, I, I have an eight-year-old daughter, and she's um, last year she really got into wrestling. Okay, yes. And we don't have a lot of little girls that wrestle, so yep. she's kind of on, on her own. Okay. And um, she had a lot of success her first year because there wasn't a lot of other girls. Okay. So in a nutshell, she went to her first meet, mm-hmm. one. Nice. And then qualified for state. Okay. And won seventh in state. <laughs> That's amazing. At eight years old. Wow. Never having any experience Gosh. or anything. Yeah. So she walks out of there and immediately she's got this, this feeling that, okay, I can never do worse than seventh now. Oh boy. Uh-huh. And kind of this, like you said, arrogance of, mm, well, interesting. I, I'm a good wrestler because I got seventh. And the reality is, is... It actually had more to do with the lack of competitors. Okay. And it's it's difficult as a parent to be able to ground them yeah. in, you know, well, winning really isn't the goal. Right. Um, did you have fun? Are mm-hmm. you still enjoying it? And um, it was interesting, her and her, or myself and her dad mm-hmm. um, really try to give her a lot of different experiences because I think that helps balance yeah. that out too. There's yep. not so much focus on one thing. So basketball came up a couple okay. of, a month ago. Yeah. And she said, well, I just don't know if I should do it because then it's going to cut into my wrestling. <laughs> and, and as parents, then it's our job to really kind of say, is it something that you're interested in? And, and yeah. if that's the case, let's try it. Balancing that out because kids are mm-hmm. are really, they'll focus on whatever they can and yeah. kind of run that direction. So I think that too is another responsibility of the people around children mm-hmm. is to help them pivot and be open to experiences and open to yeah. trying and better understand the world around them. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. And when I you know, I'm hearing there too, like, um, not to get stuck, Yeah. like try something else. And then coming back to our confidence idea, gosh, that can build confidence. 
when children do something that maybe they didn't know they were good at, they try and they're like, oh, I'm good. Or maybe they're not that good at it, but gosh, it's fun. Right. You You make some friends and you try hard Mm -hmm. and you take a picture at the end of the season or the year or whatever. And there's beauty in that. There is beauty in that because we're not always going to do things we're super good at. Mm -hmm. I took a fitness class a little bit on accident because the one I wanted to go to wasn't happening that day. And so a friend, (laughs) a few weeks ago, a lovely friend said, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, okay, just because she invited me. And I ended up finding a class that I just love. I don't think I'm very good at it. I don't think I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm not super talented. I don't look super great in it. I just kind of do my thing, but it's a good workout and it is fun and it is good for the brain to learn new things and it's okay to not be good at everything. Mm -hmm. I think that's good for us. And like you said, good for our grounding and our confidence at the same time, Mm -hmm. which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. One thing that I'd add here, chores for kids. Doing chores is a confidence builder, Mm -hmm. which I think that's so interesting and so true. Of course, age and stage appropriate chores. We're not um, asking them to do more than what's appropriate for how old they are and their physical capabilities. But even those little things, like we're all going to do 20-minute cleanup and we all have a little job, and then completing that, it builds that sense of self-efficacy when kids are little. Yep. Competence is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you feel competent Mm -hmm. and able... Um, you are going to go into situations with more confidence. Whereas if you always feel like situations have just like worked out and luck has been on your side, that cheats you from really feeling like you have power in situations. So I love that is teaching children or teaching people to complete tasks with effort, Mm -hmm. quality, Mm -hmm. because it tells them and shows them that their energy and their commitment to something does change the outcome, Mm -hmm. can change the way you feel about something. And even if it's not like winning the Nobel Peace Prize or something, you can still feel good about the things that you're doing because you know that you've done them to the best of your ability. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love chores. I love my kids doing chores. <laughs> do some chores. Let's do some chores. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so switching gears to adults. How do we build confidence? Let's say we're in adulthood and we're like, you know what, I could use some more of that. What would be your suggestions to someone wanting to build their confidence? Let's explore that. Well, I can absolutely tell you what not to do. Okay. (laughs) Let's start there. Sometimes that's easier to start with. (laughs) Don't hang out with people that always point out how sucky you are. I love that tip. (laughs) So Um, true. You know, sometimes sometimes we get around people that are like always having to like one up us or kind of invalidating our experiences. And, you know, your tribe is so important. The people that Mm -hmm. you surround yourself with, the energy that they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Um, If I walk into a room and my friends are asking me about my life and saying that they're Mm -hmm. proud of me and and validating, gosh, that gives me a lot of of confidence in continuing. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel proud. And it, it just doesn't 
have that judgment piece in it yep. that I have to be in competition with everybody next to me. Right. What a gross feeling. I hate yeah. that. I hate that. I don't like that either. I love to feel like I'm aligned and yes. that everybody has a part to play. And so, and I always think about too, what part am I playing in the lives of others as well? Yes. And so if I have a friend that's starting something new or my mom's starting a new job or whatever it is, okay, what part can I play in mm. building that experience for them? And I would hope that we too choose those people to surround us as well. That's so powerful. That can be a game changer. Yeah. Mm. I am blessed to have many wonderful supports and people that I know. And someone had suggested to me that I get my PhD degree, which I don't know if that is a thing or not. It's not something I'm interested in currently, but I just offhandedly mentioned that to a friend and with the most love and encouragement and belief, she goes, yes, do that. You should do it. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. She's like, then don't do it. Only do it if you want to. And I just, gosh, I'm so blessed and thankful for those people and voices. Shout out to Marcy. If you're listening, Marcy, Shout out, Marcy. we love you. Uh, but I'll just never forget how she just, it wasn't even a, a, a second guess. She's like, yes, you can, and you will, and you'll be amazing. Um, and then hearing my heart and going, never mind do what you want, you know? <laughs> and I think those, those voices and people that are, are behind you. And I'll say too, look for those people. If someone doesn't, if you're like, well, that must be nice. I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's lots of people mm-hmm. on the planet. Uh, there's lots of people in virtual spaces too, which use our internet safety, you know, yep. but let's say we join some type of, um, group or a healthy forum or something like that to start to cultivate those relationships. That can be a good thing. Where are we hanging out virtually? What do those spaces look like? What are those um, imagery we're seeing, words, things like that? So whether that's the people we're surrounded with or the voices or the virtual space, I Mm -hmm. think we can uh, be selective about that sometimes. What other things would we suggest for adults looking to build their confidence? trying new things despite Mm -hmm. fear. Oh, so true. That's huge. Fear is one of those things that I hate, but I love Mm. because it is the signal to myself that I'm doing something that matters. When I'm afraid, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. I want to, I want to crawl in a hole and just (laughs) avoid this thing. But knowing that I'm reacting this way means that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Love that. Public speaking is that thing for me. Okay. I love it. Yes. But my body hates it. Interesting. And if anybody's seen me public speak, you know this. I break out in hives. Oh gosh. My, oh no. My chest, my neck. And and they go away pretty quickly. Okay. But it is just my response yep. to being uncomfortable. Yeah. And so it, it's What's interesting to me too. I think you're so good at it. No, I really do. You have a lot of wise, important things to say. And so I'm so glad that you don't let that fear keep uh, you from sharing. It, you've got so much to share. Thank you for yes, that. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you. But yeah, it is super hard. So I think it's finding those things that are the scariest mm-hmm. and sitting with it and saying, am I scared because I don't want to fail mm-hmm. or I don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to be good enough? Or like, what's the piece that's making that fear present? And then if it does connect to just fear of being judged, fear of making a fool of yourself, fear of failing, those aren't reasons to stop. Absolutely. Those are reasons to 
access resources and push through. Mm-hmm. And maybe it Love is that. healthy Find, fear. Finding a friend. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. you know, for public speaking with me, it's mm-hmm. Better if I find a friend, yeah. um, you know, and you and I are yes. doing this thing together yes. too. At the it's more fun too, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's making it a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but practicing to prove to yourself that, you know what, I can be okay and I got this. Yeah. Um, doing things that you don't think you can do mm-hmm. helps you build that confidence. I love that. Mm-hmm. I have a couple little practical things written down. Take a class. Take a class of some sort, take a cooking class, um, take a little whatever type of class, hobby, learn a new hobby, something like that I think can really produce confidence. When we start from the ground up, um, when we're just like, okay, here I am showing up with my supplies or whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, we just start from the ground up, take a beginner's class of some sort, try something new. If we don't love it, that's okay. Or you might find something really special. Mm-hmm. And I think there are two, those can be great places to make connections. If we take a photography class or a cooking class or whatever, you never know who else you're going to find. Like-mindedness, trying something new, doing something different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something nobody can take away from you. And, I love that. And so when people tell me, well, gosh, what are you going to use that for? Like, uh. I hate that because... <laughs> Even if I'm doing something that I can't use immediately or I choose not to do immediately, right? that information is often things that I access at a later time. You know, in my life, gosh, I've done so many things. I've done insurance. I've done real estate. Okay, yeah. I've done like fast food. I've done like, yes. I've, I've had like all these experiences and, and I can tell you that I pull from all of those things. They shape us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so if you do take a class, if you do do something, it doesn't have to be like a career path. You don't have to be like, I'm going to become the next amazing photographer and I'm going to have... No, you can just do it and enjoy it. Yeah. And then doors open because of those things, those relationships that are formed, those skills that you learn. And so there's always this movement in life Mm -hmm. and those stop once we stop and become stagnant. So confidence is something that we have to continue to work at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I would add too, kind of the flip side of do something new, contribute. Mm -hmm. What do we have that we could contribute, contribute or volunteer that can really be a confidence builder to just remember that we do have something to bring to the table. And interestingly, gosh, I wish I could cite this original source. I want to say it's the, the work of Ruby Payne. She does a lot of work around poverty, uh, mindset, education, things like that. And I want to say it's her that when people who are in lower socioeconomic class or status struggling in some ways, when those groups of people get involved in a service project, their confidence skyrockets. Mm-hmm. If we take children who are maybe, um, you know, in a, a school that is under-resourced, low socioeconomic income, you know, whatever barriers that we want to identify, when we can get them to do a service project, a piece of volunteer work, all of a sudden it's like this empowering wave that they realize I have impact Absolutely. I have impact in the world. And I, I love that story and that idea because it's so true. We all have impact and gifts to share and something special mm-hmm. to bring to the table. And back to that help idea, 
I think we're simultaneously the helper and the helpee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is completely okay to be the contributor, be the volunteer, be the helper. And then on the flip side, it's okay to ask for that help and those things too. So anything else on confidence? You know, I think just remembering that you have what it takes. You have the people around you. You have the resources to move through hard things and just to not give up. Yeah. To keep trying. And if there's somewhere that we're short in, if there's an area that we're like, oh, I need something here, we have the ability to ask for help. We can advocate for ourselves and say, I don't have this in my wheelhouse today, but I can go find it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So with that, thanks for listening and see you next time. <laughs>